guess it's time for a visit from the extreme superstar, Steve Austin. Assuming he's dressed the way he is to mock both champion and challenger. Yeah, stop it. A couple of people got smart with me on the way to the building today and said I was a Hulk Hogan wannabe. One of them said I looked like Hulk Hogan. I've been crapped on for four years. I believe I deserve a break. Climb a ladder to the top in WCW like this. <laughs> I'm up here all the way at the top and I look down and I see two jabronis. <laughs> and from the places I've been, about a $5 piece of ass. Oh! Whipwreck, you amaze me, son, because you're a go-getter. You ain't got no quit in you. You don't know what the word quit means. I respect you for that. But you're still just a loser in my book, son. Nice guy. This is Steve Austin talking to you, and if I'm calling you a loser, you can damn well bet it's the truth. What a jerk. Keep drinking a few more beers. Smoke a couple more cigarettes because, yeah, you're sure you're really, really cool. Brother, I'm going to get your ass in a ring and I'm going to run circles around you. And when your tongue's hanging out there by your feet and I'm walking off with a damn belt in my hands, you're going to wonder, what the hell was I thinking? That's Steve Austin. On second thought, maybe I like him. It's not a Mikey Whipwreck. It's not one of the misfits back here in that godforsaken dressing room, man. This is Steve Austin. Don't get me wrong, hey. I could rustle up five dollars, and if I had a clothespin to put on my nose, I'd give you a try. Woman, well, none too happy about those hey, comments. Don't even think about looking at me pissed off, honey, because it's you that married a midget, not me. both of you guys Is that the phone ringing? I hope one of you kills each other because whoever comes out on top goddamn you're looking at the next champ right here well I believe in his own humble way Steve Austin just challenged the winner of this matchup to a world title matchup the Sandman jumps Mikey with a can of beer Superstar is carrying women to the locker room. She's kicking all the way.
And we're back. This podcast is scheduled for one fall with the 60-minute time limit. Coming out of the black corner at a combined weight of 666 pounds, recording to you from Gotham City. I'm your boy, Xander Hobbs. This is... Bobby, eye for an eye, B. And we're bringing you another edition of the Wrestleocalypse. It is upon us. So, Bobby, how's your week this week? My week was busy, but it was good. It was a little bit more normal than the previous week, yeah. so we continue to move on and move forward. Right. And um, we have some cool shit to talk about. I just I, a lot of things are happening. A lot of wheels are turning, and um, I can't wait to get like to dive into everything. Yeah, obviously, uh, wrestling night in America Wednesday night. We've got the two best mainstream promotions going. Right. Right. Um. So let's uh, let's start with the NXT. Let's the NXT it. brand. Um. Probably the thing I like the most right now with NXT uh, is how they really made the cruiserweight division really good. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it was like Leo Rush uh-huh. and then Angel Angel Garza yeah. and then with Devlin and then taking now we the strap. Swerve coming in too. Like... Yeah. And like uh, Garza with the Raw appearance right. and he's DD. He had a great, he had a great Raw appearance, dude. That was I, think, like, I think he's Garza been... is hyped. Man, I know I've said my shit about him, but the guy has got charisma coming out the ass. It's like Eddie Guerrero charisma. Yeah, I like to. I liked his promo. He's after, great. After like the, the match, guy is like he's a great promo. wrestler. He's got a great look, and he's and he's just he's got he checks all yeah. three boxes, dude. And you know, like we've talked about before, uh, the lineage that he's a he comes from a family of, of wrestlers. Yeah. So. so that's always. I mean, so I really like that, and obviously, um, the other thing. Uh, Keith Lee makes an impact without wrestling. Yeah. That's how over and how big yeah, he is right yeah, now. Yeah. Like just to, and I like it with you know the grudging respects from, from Dojakovic because there's a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. So it's like it really makes you like you don't really have to have a belt for the match, but it makes it makes it more like impactful with the belt. And it just it's gonna be really cool. And I think it's like even with the title match, the rivalry is never gonna be over. It's gonna be like a Kevin Owens Sami Zayn thing, to be honest with you. Yeah, and they have really good chemistry, so the yeah. matches are good, people wanna see them, so we like that. Right. Um Martinez makes her debut. Oh, I, I'm so happy for her, man. Like, against Catanzaro. Yeah, and the dude with Mercedes Martinez, like that. She that chick's been in the in the business for like 20 years. Yeah, and um, it's just great to have her back. You and you can tell how stoked she is, dude. Like, yeah, definitely. And then she's gonna be and since you know we've always said that NXT is the best women's division on the planet, right? Um, she's gonna make the division better. Sure. You know what I mean, like. Because when she's because she's there, she's not there to win any titles, but like she's gonna be there to like help mold that division. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like she's gonna be like a um a, like a Candice LeRae, but I'd I'd hope that you know we want Candice LeRae to do more though. So. Right, right. But uh, yeah, it was definitely good to see her. Um, and again, Catanzaro, you know, she's obviously coming from you know American Ninja, Ninja Warrior, Warrior. So, but she, I think she's got a built-in baby face, and she can. I mean, we'll see what happens with Catanzaro. The jury's out on her. Like, I'm not really like hyped on her, like a lot of people are. But um, it, she seems like she's there and she's willing to learn. So she can only get better. I, think. I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. Um, definitely, obviously, uh, Rhea Ripley was on Raw. Charlotte comes. Yeah. To, to NXT, NXT and gets beat down by her and uh, Bel Air, right? Which who have are also going to be fighting soon. Yeah, at, so um, yeah, so it was cool. I mean, Charlotte is—they're trying to figure something out with Charlotte. And the thing is, it's like if you're putting Charlotte up against Ripley, if you're putting Charlotte up against anyone, like nobody's gonna cheer Charlotte. Like, like let's just put it this way: like the only time like she's getting a response is when she's wooing. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's not over. No. And so I just don't. I mean, I'm excited to see the match between her and Ripley. Like, it's good. and I think it's going to be like if I'm going to do some like fantasy booking um, at WrestleMania, I could see it being Ripley, Charlotte, and B- Belair for the title. Possibly, yeah, possibly. But obviously, we have we have to see what happens with Takeover Portland. Yeah, I don't think so. Belair's beating fucking Ripley though. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. But I mean, again, lots of moving parts. Lots of moving parts. Yeah. So, um, and then definitely the big. NXT uh, main event was basically that really it's just, you know, Ciampa's been taken out the Undisputed Era. Systematically. You know, um, there's been a lot of brawling. Yeah. uh, In the last couple weeks of NXT. It's been dope. Um, Yeah. Like, one thing I feel is I feel like it's very similar to the build up to um, War Games. Yeah. Where it was like the Undisputed Era is this four. Dude, stable, so they're really established. As you, and it's like Champa, you're just throwing people with Champa, yeah. You know, and it's kind of but doing that like again. You're throwing the people with Champa, though, are the people that have been getting ganked by Undisputed because Undisputed now has this jackal-like mentality. You know what I mean? So because they're like they they're like back their backs are against the wall, especially with Roddy losing, with Undisputed with um um what is it uh, O'Reilly and Fish losing in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they, they feel like they're like coming down the downturn. So Yeah, and I think it makes a little bit more sense because the Broser weights are going to be challenging for the title. Well, and that, and then when you said that too, it's just like and like and now I know we I had different opinions, but now that I thought about it, I'm pretty I'm I'm thinking that I wouldn't be surprising that my, Matt Rydell and Peter Dune are going to take the belts off um the undisputed, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean It's, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, there is something about, like, the classic WWE selling tag team wrestling so short, I know, I know. putting these two guys together, right. and now they're going to run through the Dusty Classic, and they're going <laughs> to take the belts off yeah. of, I mean, I don't know. I don't like it, but I think it could I mean, sure I think, I think if anybody needs to keep belts, it's Fish and O'Reilly. I they need to keep the belts. That's what I think. I agree. Because Dune and sorry, I just call him that because that's what I'm Kyle O'Reilly was calling. Because Dunn and Wright Riddle don't need to have the belts. Right. They don't need yeah. to have them. But what's it? What no, I know, like, and I would hope that they feud. I I would love to see a Riddle and Dunn feud. That would be great. Because say like they lose, and you know, because like you see like Dunn is always like kind of like weird with like um Rydell, Riddle's like snarkiness. And so he gets pissed, and then they they fight, and that, that puts Dunn back as a heel. And you know what I mean? Like it would just be it would be a good rivalry, I think. Yeah, I do too. And then um, it was good to see the Dream back. The Dream comes back, and like, yeah, that was great. I mean, because now the Dream, because now because the thing is that he's gonna fill out the four man. Yeah, thing. yeah. So I mean, it was a it was a very solid NXT. I yeah, thought. and I did like the split screen. <laughs> interview with Finn Balor and John yes. Gargano. And it's just like we're now seeing the Finn Balor. So this is what I'm talking about. They're, well, they're, they're finally listening to us because Finn Balor's trying to... I don't know if they're listening to us. I think this is what happens when you fight the Fiend. He changes you. <laughs> he really does. He changes and you. we so. will be talking about the Fiend a little bit later. Yeah, so. Finn Balor is... He's he back is, to being... He's a, back to being the prince. Yeah. Like the so. real prince. So it's really I cool. I did like how Gargano brought up the losing streak. Yeah. Like he lost for 37 weeks <laughs> yeah. in a row. Yeah, and it's going to be a... It's a great feud, man, because it's like both those guys could just wrestle. So yeah. It's, it's going to be rad. Yeah, it's good. It was overall um, a, a really good show. Maybe didn't have 
the high high points like uh, AEW did. Right. Dynamite was also a good show. Um, oh, <laughs> excuse me. Opening with the the Moxley Ortiz match. That was a great. Every, that was a good everything. match, and I'd like to see uh, pri- uh not private party. Uh, uh, what is it? Proud, uh, Pat, proud, proud and powerful. powerful. Sorry, they are good uh, singles wrestlers, and then we saw more moving parts into the storyline with Mox jamming the key. I know. And so for an eye. that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Because look at this is like this is just booking one hundred and one. Like each side is getting the like one up on each other, and their comeuppance are great. And I love how you notice too that the crowd sings Judas with um Le Champion. Coming yeah, it's up. a thing now. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing, and it's rad though. It's mm-hmm. rad to hear it. And so um we yeah. had the Super Best Friends versus the Dark Order, or, or no SCU Best versus Friends, the Dark, Best Friends with the Dark, Dark Order, Order coming out, in, that's right? right? And they're teasing the the that, that Christopher Daniels right. is going to be the guy. Uh, well. But like we have Matt Hardy looking through the things like yeah, and we know it's not gonna be um, um, the shit. I can't believe I'm spacing his name. Ring of Honor guy. Everyone was, was oh um, thinking it was gonna be oh Marty Scroll. Yeah, yeah no. it's not Marty Scroll. But like you know what would be cool? Like I wouldn't mind if Christopher Daniels was the guy for Dark Order when he goes back to if he goes back to the Fallen Angel. But if they get Matt Hardy and he becomes the guy. Did that that angle is just gonna skyrocket. Like yeah. I mean, because we all know how what how capable of Matt, Matt Hardy is of just just he's a, he's a, like a creative genius. Yeah, definitely. Like the free the delete stuff is really yeah. So and then broken Matt Hardy yeah. is great. Well, like so and you I, know he'll do something different if he's Dark Order Matt Hardy. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, and also I mean he can bring maybe some unique creativity to it. Because honestly, I'm not really. Like into the Dark Order thing. I'm not either, but if I Matt Hardy goes in, they there. have like they have their moments. I liked the uh, I like the commercials. Yeah, the commercials, the commercials and stuff commercials are, are cool. cool. Imagine Matt, like I said, imagine Matt Hardy in those commercials though. Like, how cool would that be, dude? You know? Yeah, definitely. Because there, you know, they're going to give him creative like freedom. I would through. think so. I would think so. Obviously, he's still under contract with yeah, WWE, WWE yeah. so we it remains to be seen. Um, but I did, you know. I also like the fresh squeezed Orange Cassidy, yeah, putting his hands in his pockets yeah, and then catching a beat down. Yeah, I know. And the, you know what's cool about Orange Cassidy is he's over as fuck, and they use him properly. You know, what I mean, they're not overutilizing him. It's just like he's great. Like, yeah, they're letting him marinate. I mean, eventually you got to think like, you got to put him in the ring. Eventually, he's gonna wrestle, yeah. right? And because we've seen him wrestle in the Indies, so it's yeah. Like, I saw this picture. I was. He got his face broken. Yeah, well, I saw him wrestle um, Tessa Blanchard one time. So it's like, I mean, he's going to wrestle eventually. They're doing it right. So. Yeah, they're letting him marinate, yeah. which I like. Um, and then I think really uh, the other couple things that are really important before we get into the big thing. Right. Um, really like Britt Baker heel. Yes. Probably didn't mean to kick the teeth out of the <laughs> I know, throat, right? But, I mean, it just... It, it, it helped. Yeah, it I helped. mean, she can obviously fix it for free. Yeah, I know. She can give the... I mean, Brit, and it's only good for the um, division moving forward. And then, obviously, we have the elite storyline going through, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, um, there's just more riffs turning Yeah, I liked, I liked the match. The match was great. Um, and then um, the match was great. Match-wise and then storyline-wise. Storyline-wise. Yeah. The only thing that didn't build any story is for the most underutilized talents, and that is the Lucha Bros. It's like, yeah. do something, yeah. dude. The like... Lucha Bros are just kind of like there. I know. It's weird. But it's... Uh, but overall, it was. It was really good. I like, at the end, the, the pack angle. Yeah. With the Rio, the Nyla cool. Rose. That's how he got... He's get, I just getting the... I feel like... So they're probably going to have Nyla Rose take the belts off Rio, huh? 
I don't think so. Because like, there's no like other baby face that could take the belt, like to take the belt off Nyla Rose if they, she would win though. I don't know. Like I don't. I th- I think Britt Baker should be the one to take the belt off Riho, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean it's such a. I mean the, the car crash of a division. Uh, yeah, for sure, to say the least. So um, I don't know, but I like Britt Baker as the heel, yeah. and she's she's getting she's better. Doing, she's doing a great job, yeah, and better, which. You know that's what you want to see. Like, yeah. I also liked how they uh, they put up the shot of her at um, at uh, at a war games, right? Because she was there. Because obviously, yeah. that's Adam her husband, his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was that was cool. And then, um, you know, it was a good match. They're good. Like, and then the wrinkles with Hangman Page, and I liked afterwards when they go and he the young bucks take his beer, right? And he just and pulls he the picture. <laughs> it's like. And I like watching him in the ring. Uh, Hangman's really good. Yeah, and He's I was really, I was on that. I mean, this is like this is just perfect. Like what they're doing with him, it's just, it's really good. Like yeah, because he wasn't over, and he got that no, title shot. But with once Jericho. he started, like once he got out of the elite, like once he said, "I'm done with the elite," and then he just took this turn to turn to the drunk man page, and it's just like it's really good. Like the, yeah, the, but so, they have the titles, which is cool too. Yeah, so it's just another. It's a lot of. A lot of good storytelling right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that was really good. And then the best, the best, it was not the best to watch. It was, it was not enjoyable. It was, this reminded me. It was really me, dramatic. It reminded me of like Tommy Dreamer getting whipped. Like when he, and the thing is, it's like, and they were, and this was a shoot. They were whipping him for real. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then when the people were coming out, like when Dustin came out. Yeah, he wanted the last five. Yeah. And then uh, Brandy came out. Yeah. And then, like, you know, and then you had MJF, like, hoping he would quit. You know what I mean? And he didn't get that. And then Wardlow hit, like, hit him with a fucking ringer, dude. And then he got the, he went to Dick Kick City. And I thought it was just, if Cody Rhodes isn't the most over baby face, I don't, I don't know what it is. No, he is uh, officially over as fuck. Like, that um, put him through the stratosphere. Yeah, the whole thing. And it's like, and then he's gonna. The next one is he gets Wardlow in the steel. Right. That's steel the cage. next. That's the next step. Which is like it's appropriate. This, this is Dusty Rhodes booking at its finest, though, dude. Because this is what Dusty would have done, dude. Yeah. And so you know, obviously Cody, being a student of the game, sees how it goes, and it's just like, like, do you know how even people that don't even like this shit, like they're just like, man, like Cody Rhodes, like going through this thing, and do you want to see the payoff? You're good. Yeah, you, you want, want to see him see get his payoff. hands yeah. on MJF. on MJF. And that's yeah. what, and there's no belt involved. No, no, and that's one thing we talk about a lot, and I, that's one thing I like it the most, because they have a really fantastic program going with the belt. Uh-huh. We have Jericho and Moxley, Moxley. with this whole, uh-huh. and I mean, and then, Mo- if if there wasn't Cody Rhodes, Moxley I think would be the most over. Yeah, and he's a tweener though. He's Moxley like, is a tweener. He's not. He's yeah. But right now, because he's going up against Jericho, he's Jericho, who yeah. yeah, who is an ultimate heel and gets a ton of heat. Yeah. But what kind of heat? We'll probably delve into that we'll, later. We'll I talk imagine. about that later. Yeah, and then there was other shows too. We all, there are some things we got to talk about on the main roster. Right, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Next stop, Super Showdown. So they're building toward that, but which doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It doesn't, and you can tell. Like for instance, uh, last night we found out that uh, Goldberg. Is going to be fighting the fiend. The fiend. So I imagine Goldberg will take the belt off him. I, that's what. That's what. That's what. That, Probably one w, spirit. WWE booking one on one says he's going to take the belt. 
right? Yeah, and then it looks like Ricochet's going to get fed to Lesnar. Yeah, but the thing is, what's good about that match, Lesnar's always good with guys that are smaller. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's going to, I mean, they're not going to fucking, I don't think Ricochet's going to get buried here. Like, he's not going to get squashed. I mean, I like that they're giving Ricochet the fucking shine. Sure. You know what I mean? Because it's, but, and I think, like I said, look at all the matches that Lesnar's had with the, like, he's Lesnar and Brian, Lesnar and Styles, Lesnar and Balor. You know what I mean? Ricochet is right in that wheelhouse. So it's like, yeah, no, it I should, think it's, it should be a good match. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, there's there's nothing else to it. It's no, like, I mean, a, it's like a wrestling exhibition. Yeah, right. yeah, it's, it's, like, yeah, it's an exhibition. So, and then obviously Corbin got covered with dog food by the bloodline, which I love. I love that. I love how they're calling it that. Yeah, and um, what's funny is now that and then uh, we're going to have like a, a cage match. We're going to have Lesnar, or we're going to have Reigns and Corbin uh, and then a cage match because I thought because um the last match wasn't the the send off no so. it was not because right because this thing can't I did end. like Corbin like you know assaulting the production guy who put <laughs> yeah. the thing up because he's like because you know he's uh he's he's a legit heel he's now King Corbin, like, yeah, yeah. He's King Corbin so and then obviously well, to try to dump a beverage on a member of the. The big dog nation, no way. No. That's gonna get you a that's definitely gonna, gonna be that's super punch. Yeah. So uh, that continues, which is terrible. Uh, that it continues on, but yeah. But we um, had our Ruby Riot return. Yeah. So hopefully this signals the end. Obviously. Well, because Rusev apparently Ruf, they're in a, in a contract dispute. Yeah. So. So that probably is the end of that feud, and so right. and Bobby Lashley so fucking boring. <laughs> They're like, nope. I mean, I mean, he probably hangs out with um, Roderick Strong. Right. They, they both have great personalities. Well, probably what ha what's happening is they're trying to uh, get, you know, Bobby Lashley some tainted stuff from the catering so that he can get suspended on a wellness violation. <laughs> and it's like the best of both worlds. I know, right? Um, but I'm glad to see Ruby Riot back. And um, this should be a good feud. I yeah. Just, uh, I, I, I feel Ruby Riot's going to go over here because she's the better wrestler. But um, yeah, but it's weird to me because. Again, one thing we've talked about a lot um, is how the WWE kind of falls into success with the main roster women's division because, like, you just you just brought the surprise Liv Morgan thing back. I know, and, and now now, now it, she's going to be the victim of a surprise, surprise Ruby Riot yeah. coming it's just, back. It's just a bonus. And then we already had a turn last week with Randy Orton and Edge, and right. so now we have another turn, and it's just like. I don't know. Like it's, it's it's more the same with this motherfucking shit. I know, but so. it's like it is. But it's like they want to do all these weird surprises. But it's not this. a surprise. When I saw Ruby Riot come back, I knew there was going to be a turn. But like you know that SmackDown is going to start with a promo that leads to something that sets yeah, up three matches for I the rest know, of the I night, know, and they do it every single week. It's, it's just it's so this formulaic bullshit. Like week. it's just it's hot garbage. So there, there's that. Yeah, but overall, I mean, you know, circle back around. Um, I think NXT is on a really positive uh, track for the takeover. Yeah. We really takeovers are always and very as good. As they build it, it's going to get better. So yeah, like, and I mean like, Johnny Takeovers wrestling again. I mean, Finn Balor. Anything finally. with Johnny Gargano is going to be dope. And then it's just like, and he's wrestling Finn Balor, so it's yeah. just like. So, but one thing NXT does not have going for them is they continue to lose out in the ratings to AEW. That is true. That so is true. I'm I really did, I interested. Did think, I did think NXT was the better show, but they did lose in the ratings. So yeah, I'm really interested to see um, how they build the second show for AEW. 
Right. Because dark is hit or miss. Yeah. Cause there are some that are really good. To be completely honest with you, I love AEW, but there's sometimes where I turn dark off. And yeah, like, sometimes yeah, I don't even watch it. I just I, look, yeah, I'm like, I'm I not really I look at it, like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. It's just like, oh. it's just like I, so, I mean, they need to like, they need, I'm sure they're doing that as we speak. They'll figure this shit yeah, out. Yeah, I but, feel like they're not using Taz enough. No, they, Taz needs to be, I think you dump Excalibur and put Taz in. Yeah. But it was interesting, um, I follow uh, both the Jackson brothers, and I want to say Nick Jackson on the Instagram, uh, was doing like a Q&A, and uh, like, he really loves um, Excalibur. You know? I know, a lot of people do, so, because Excalibur... And he's an EVP, Exc- so... Excalibur like ran P- PWG, so mm-hmm. it's just like... So I understand that Excalibur knows his shit... But I'm just talking about as a as, in a commentary standpoint. I would rather hear Taz, yeah, because I don't need need to hear like a Tope Roundhouse Supercita. Like I like Taz's commentary a little bit. Yeah, better. but Taz also me. may not want to be on. He probably the doesn't want to be show, it as much. You know right? what I mean? So there it is. So maybe he'll be there at uh, you know later this month. But they yeah. do the yeah. what is it Revolution? Yeah, is that the That's the other thing I did want to say is I really liked the Darby Allen promo with the flamethrower. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Darby cool. Allen is. He just keeps getting over and over. Yeah, and over again, they're doing a really good job of letting it marinate. Yeah, they're not showing him too much. No, like, and like, it's wearing on him that he hasn't gotten a win yet, yep. and it's like, so it's gonna I, be great. I really like the, that. That um, fever pitch they're building with him is gonna be is it's awesome. Yeah, and it's crazy on the when you get on the on the Twitter machine and the the stuff like. All these little kids are getting, they're, they're having their well, you faces see, And painted. if you look out in the crowd, you see more faces painted. Exactly. Like and like when he comes out to actually wrestle and it's just like the crowd like just erupts for him. So yeah. the guy, the, the guy is, um, it's, it, the sky's the limit for Darby Allen. Yeah. To be yeah. honest with you. And like, I think we've said before, Cody Rhodes said he's the most excited about Darby Allen. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Nick Jackson said, the question was, who's going to be the biggest star in AEW in a year? And he said, Hangman Page. I think they're both right. Right. And then obviously the art of putting people over. Uh, best Young Bucks match in AEW, he said, against Private Party. Obviously, because that's they put them over yeah, so big, big time. Then. Big time. Uh, but yeah, really cool. I like how they do that. I want That's one of the things I really like about AEW. All of them are really accessible through the various, yep. you know, social media channels exactly. and stuff. Exactly. And, uh, you know, that, that brings authenticity and it allows you to root a little bit harder. Yes. And then they're not assholes. Like that's like Seth Rollins. Yeah, you know they're not going. Oh, uh, do you don't like our product? Well, here you should like it. By the way, here's a picture of my paycheck. Yeah, in your face. Oh, for fuck's sake. Facial. But we're gonna wrap up that first half. We're gonna come back with some cool shit, uh, and it's gonna be awesome. So listen to this track, please. <laughs>
once again, we're coming to you with your favorite thing in mind. What do we like to call it? Cool motherfucking shit, daddy-o. So, here we go. Coming around the round one of cool motherfucking shit. We got the fucking mailbag. Special delivery. And what do we have? Our first question is from Brandy Rhodes is hot. And hey, here's the thing before I get into this. Um, when you guys come into the mailbag, tell us what city you're from so we can wrap your city. Or we can or bury it. bury it. Yeah, so just keep that in mind. We'll most likely wrap it. Or bury it. Anyways, this is from Brandy Rhodes is hot. What are you guys into besides wrestling, sports, and music? What do you do in your spare time? Dude, I'm into wrestling, sports, and music, and I have a daughter. There is no spare right. time. Now, wrestling does take up a lot. One thing we talk a lot about is like when you think about how much content is out there and if you're trying to even, you know, a lot of people we talked to when we were out at the house show, for instance, it's like you're trying to catch, keep up on New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, Ring of Honor, MLW, MLW any of, depending on where you're at, their local live yeah. shows in LA, we got the bar, which, you know, Taya Valkyrie was just, yeah, was just, was just at, there, yeah. um, you know. So it's a lot, but I really like art and photography. Um, it's like a passion of mine that I really follow, and I like that. And then I'm super into cooking, and especially barbecuing at a smoker, Santa Maria-style grill. Um, so that's basically what I do uh, when I'm not, you know, researching wrestling to talk about it or, you know, watching the Lakers on their march to the next championship or, Boom. you know, cursing the Astros for those <laughs> dirty, run cheaters. Fucking cheaters. Um, so for me, uh, I like I like watching TV when I get a chance to and I'm not falling asleep. I like playing music. I play guitar. Um, I work out. I'm a personal trainer as well. Um, I like to cook. I like to cook, but I like to cook the same boring things. Um, and that's, well, yeah, because there's zero points, bro. Yeah, there's zero points. Chicken breast, chicken breast and, and eggs. eggs you can points. eat as many of them on, and you'll... You can eat so many, and you have points for days. Points for days, and which then, is uh, good when you go to uh, the Golden Corral. you goddamn right. And then I like hanging out with my dog. I have a 10-year-old, 11-year-old German Shepherd. His name is Bolin. And um, those are the things I like to do. It's not really much because a lot of the stuff that we bring you is what I do on the regular. So, Brandy Rhodes is hot. I agree with you with the name. And this is the question that you answered. So, thank you. Next one is from the big guy again. Thank you for a repeat question. What are your thoughts on Rhea Ripley and uh, Charlotte if that's the route they go? I mean, it's not the, how I would book it. I don't. I mean, I I think someone could be in that place. But if like if um if Rhea Ripley wins and uh, Charlotte gives her the rub, then that's great. And that's all I really have to say about that. I don't really pay too much attention for things that Charlotte's in, which is a shame because I do like Rhea Ripley. But um, I just don't give a damn about Charlotte Flair. So that's yeah, it. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, uh, right. and that's part of the problem though. They've shoved. They've shoved Charlotte down our throats so much like just, in every I'm, single instance. I'm like, um, what's the word? I'm, I'm apathetic mm -hmm. about her. Like, I don't even hate her. I'm apathetic. Mm -hmm. So there's that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sorry if you're a Charlotte Flair fan, but I mean, I don't know. So this next one's from Foxy Queen, and um, he or she asks, "What are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Do you think the refs made questionable calls or no calls?" I hate questions like this. Well, I think the reality is it's a flawed game that you're asking, and mostly middle-aged white men, mostly, um, trying to keep up with some of the finest athletes on the planet. Yeah. Uh, they have to call things in real time that then affect their ability to overturn a call 
right? Because of how the rules state uh, incontrovertible evidence and all this shit. The bottom line is this. Des Bryant caught the fucking ball. Yep. Right? And we get so into all these other things. The bottom line is those are the breaks of the game. Those are the breaks of the game. The human element of officiating in the NFL or NBA um, is real and because of the yeah. nature of the game. And guess what? You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Yeah. The reality is, is, I'm sure that both of those teams to make it to the Super Bowl were on the favorable ends of questionable calls. Yeah. You know? Um, here's the thing, though, with that. A, I didn't have any dog in the fight, so I didn't really give a damn. I just didn't, to be completely honest with you, I didn't want the 49ers winning a six chip before the Cowboys. That being said, they did give up. Uh, they 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 did, they had twenty one unanswered points scored against them. So regardless if you want to put the referees into this or not, they didn't write, they didn't fucking retort back. So that's yeah. what it is. They fucking got off their game. They were burying them with the run. They were burying them with good defense. But the thing is with Patrick Mahomes, you gotta score as many points as you can because the motherfucker makes shit happen. Yeah, and so. it's it's uh, a good friend of mine who uh, lifelong Niners fan lives in the Bay Area. Uh, I caught up with him this week, and I asked him the question I've been asking everybody. Did Mahomes win it or did Shanahan lose it? Because those are really the two main um, narratives in the mainstream. And he basically broke it down. He goes, they were up by 10 and seven minutes left. It was a third down. They threw a a long pass that didn't get caught. Barely didn't get caught, right? Uh Close. Oh, man, oh, close. But he said, he's like, I just wish they would have ran it. Yeah. Because if they they, got six or seven yards, it changes. Well, also, it's like, and commit to it and say, at this moment in our season, that for. We're gonna get ten yards on the ground. Yeah, Matt Breda downs. and Colonel Muster were fucking running all over in the whole game. Yeah, and he also pointed shit. out, as much as I've liked the guy, uh, you know, Sherman got burned twice. Oh yeah, bad. Well, Sherman's not that good anymore. So exactly. So, so that's the other thing. Apart. So the, the better team won, and that's it. Congratulations to the chefs. They were the better team, and they're going to be a force to deal with. That's the motherfucking mailbag. Special delivery. <laughs> no, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah, but we go right into match of, of the, the week. week. And I'm very excited for this match of the week because I don't know why this came up to me, but like I just decided to do it this one. We're going to go back to 2004 at No Way Out, which is in our home state of California. And so it's um Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar for the um, WWE title. So I'm going to do a little backstory, though, because... Um, we had a little bit of heat between Brock Lesnar and Goldberg going back and forth. And then we had Eddie Guerrero, who was just like kind of just starting to get that fucking uh, vibe going. So Eddie Guerrero wins a battle royal and he's going to fight Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is thinks Eddie Guerrero is a joke. And he comes out with the sombrero. This is before Boombox Brock, so we're going to sombrero Brock. And then, so they're shooting on Eddie Guerrero's past on how, you know, he was a drug addict and, you know, how he got fired and stuff like that. So there's a lot of, like, emotional, like, heat going on in this match. Heat. Remember that word. And so, bottom line, we fast forward to the match. Steve Austin talks to Goldberg. He tells Goldberg, he goes, hey, I wouldn't do anything that I would do. And so the match goes. It's a little overbooked. Goldberg interferes. Spears Lesnar. Um, and then, but, um, Guerrero doesn't get the three count, but Guerrero hits him with the belt, hits him with the frog splash, and we have a new champion, and which is something that nobody thought they would see. So I, I just spoiled it, but like, because you have to watch the match go on to like appreciate it. So it was just, it was cool because it was kind of like, it was, everybody was, it was kind of like the, the, the kibosh on the big muscular guys, all the ones winning titles where you had Ashley 
dudes that people were behind, Eddie Guerrero, you know, good wrestlers that won. And it was just like you saw that grit and that determination that no matter what your past was, you know, you come out on top if you really want it. And that's why the reason why I picked this match of the week. I like it. I like it. And it's interesting. I saw some... um... I just it's weird. I've seen a lot of Eddie Guerrero popping up in the feed. And I don't know why, but I thought it was like it was odd that I saw a bunch of things like just people flashbacking. He's yeah. he's been in so many great matches. Yeah, I mean he's one of the best. Yeah, yeah, and so and then it's like that was what you chose. I thought that was great. And obviously Brock Lesnar, it's hard to remember how he used to be because it's just now he's like the part time guy who yeah. just, you know But Brock Lesnar was legit. Like he still is legit. You know what I mean? But like it was just he had like personality and he could wrestle. Like you remember, this guy is a collegiate wrestler. Yeah, and a UFC heavyweight champion. Right. And this was and so it was just we saw like some of that, like I said, Sombrero Rock. He came in with the sombrero and he was like dancing around, like a little semi racist, but it was kind of funny because it's wrestling. But it's just it just it you it, it gave you, like I said, what's missing in a lot of wrestling nowadays, that emotional investment going into matches. Like I'm saying, we're fans of like match, 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 but also right. dude the matches that we do like, we have emotional investment in. And this is one that I had in. And that's just like, I watched this show live. I mean, it was at the Cal Palace in San Francisco. And it was just great to see Eddie Guerrero win and celebrate in the crowd because the guy went through a lot of shit. Dark Lord bless him. He's not with us anymore. But like, it was it was great to see. Yeah, yeah. It was a great match and it was cool. And like, again, it's it's crazy that 04 is that long ago. Yeah, it's, it's a while. Yeah. But, uh, Next thing we have Much to like do. time, the cool shit marches on. Top five, bottom five. We didn't do this last week because last week was weird. Last week. Um, but I we did we did say who was on the bottom. Yeah, we know who the bottom is. Seth Rollins last week. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I we'll mean, see what happens with the programming. We'll see. I don't know. All right, my top five. I'm gonna start it off. It's interesting. Um, I. Th- I think that I could have gone a lot of ways. It's it's there's a lot of cool shit yeah. going on, pun intended. Um, top five. I'm going with number five, Hangman Page. He's been on the top five before. He's never really sniffed more than the five. Yeah. We'll see how this is going. But as we've said before, embracing this this character turn. He's kind of a tweener right now yeah, with uh, you know a looming you know, turn. Where, you know where he's going. A looming turn. Um, you know the possibilities of him feuding with Omega or feuding with the young bucks or anything like that. I mean, it's just really yeah. cool and it's going to be really good. I really enjoy him in the ring. He's a big dude. He moves really well. He's got I mean, a decent way, move set. Um, his moonsault and his bucks, like how agile he is for the way he looks. The moonsault was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And then the, guy, the guy's super agile. Like. Yeah. Really like hangman. Number four, Tomasa Champa, because when you're laying fools out with lead pipes, when you're on a I quest mean, for Goldie, dude, the the signing the contract with his blood, sweat, and tears. Uh-huh. I mean, I just I love everything about him. He's super over. Yeah. He's super cool. Like I said, my only complaint would be that the buildup seems reminiscent of something a program they just recently did. But that's also the nature of writing the undisputed era into the position they were in. Yes. So it's cool, and he's so charismatic. He can bring people with them. You know. So yep. um, number three, Keith Lee, though. Because, like I said, the dude made an impact and a statement, and he hasn't wrestled in two weeks. And he just shows up, he smiles, shakes hands. Uh, the Legion is strong. 
the Legion is for sure strong. Number two, Madman John Moxley, eye for an eye. I'd be, I don't even have to talk about it much. Now. Number one with the bullet, uh, like over as fuck, Cody uh, Rhodes. Cody fucking that's Rhodes. I mean, one. there's not much I can disagree with on that top five. I'm just going to have to make a little minor adjustments. Number five is Johnny Gargano. You know what I mean? Because he's back. He Johnny is. And, I, is and like I said, we did like that. He was good in the split. Great it's, split screen promo. Right. Number four, Hangman Page. I don't have to say anything that Bobby hasn't said. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with our boy Tommaso Ciampa. Number two, John Moxley. Number one, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, so it's a good mix. Obviously, you can see NXT and, and AEW are yeah. what's what's going on right as far as mainstream yeah. wrestling. Um, so bottom five, <laughs> number five on my list, Naomi. Oh yeah, because not because not of anything of she's of done, because that kind of sucked. It the whole thing with Bailey and yeah. like they they portrayed her as being the one who yeah, she was most, and, worried, she and then had, she ate the she pin, ate the pin yeah. clean. To Carmella, which I like. Carmella's I like Carmella. made the... And she, I was going to put Carmella in my top five, but she was just, just on the outside. Just on the outside. But just it was just like, outside. I don't know. And Naomi, like, she came back for the Royal I Rumble. Think, I think good. She's, there's more to that than meets the eye, though. Like, I hope so, too. That's but that's why she, you know, that, yeah, she just yeah, slotted just, in number five. Sucks. Number four, Cesaro. Yeah. He has been on this list before. And not which is a him travesty. Either. Not because of him, either. But, like, when you're losing to Elias... Oh. And that match was the drizzling. I care so little Shit. about Elias. He can't make that the match. That match sucks so bad. Cesaro tried to carry that match. That match was terrible. Go ahead. I'm yeah, because Elias doesn't worry. But he's he like, sucks. it doesn't matter. I can suck and I just get pushed he's, and I yeah. get that. So I don't like that. Not because of the sorrows. Number three, the revival. Like, a lot of bitching. Well, not only that, but also, like, I understand why. They came out and Braun Strowman just beat the shit out of them. They, 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 they turned down a 750,000. Okay, keep going. I'm not going to go into this. But I'm just saying, when you watch the fact that they're the revival, they're right. really and they're just they getting smashed. Be, they, yeah, they're getting yeah. And yeah, but hey, I don't mind their bitching if they're turning down contracts. That means they're gonna go and do something. The problem Who's is gonna, gonna offer be... them more than seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. But it might not be about the money, dude. All right, that's true. But it was, okay, that's true. You good know, good point. Good point. Um, number two, the um, authors of Purgatory. No. Administrators so, of well, the penitentiary. No. The administrators of um, poop. Poop. Um, absent over, over Portland. No. Uh, oh, are they the authorities on pain? They are authorities of porn. No. no that's Pornhub. No, I don't know. AOP is what we're going to yeah, call them. They're number two. And number one, always with a bullet, Seth Rollins. All right. My top five. I'm going to go through this real fucking quick. Bottom five. Oh, bottom five. I'm sorry. Um, so number five, Chad Gable, because it's like, why is he still getting buried by Sheamus? Like this run-in that he did to try and save someone, and then he just got buried again. So I was just like, that's not his fault. But yeah, number five, Chad Gable. Number four, Cesaro. Like like Bobby says, it's, he know. might be the best wrestler on the planet. But <laughs> I know, but, but yeah, like I don't know. Number three, number three is. Um, is um, Carmella because the thing is, while I liked her win, she's not going to sniff anything else except for like another pair of Jordans, which is what we'll talk about later. And number two, AOP. Number one, Seth Rollins. There it is. Yeah, and that uh, you know that whatever they're doing with that, obviously rumor mill, 
Samoa Joe may be out on the sh- on the sidelines for a while because of a wellness violation. Yep. Yep. But I imagine it's probably because he ate like tainted beef. <laughs> he ate that Mexican beef. I know, that right? Andrade ate, huh? Yeah, Andrade and, yeah, and uh, Canelo and all that fucking shit. Yeah, but um. So that's the top five, bottom five. That's top five, bottom five. That's how so roll. We're, up, we're going out to this next thing is we're going to talk about fire sneakers. Yeah, because wrestling, you know, wrestling is culture and culture is sneakers, yeah. and now we have it. So. Um, one of the things that first started this was back when there was the the cake and uh, Ziggler smashed yeah. it. He was wearing nice Jordan ones, and it got me thinking. So he, uh, when he came out today on his promo, he didn't wrestle in them, uh, but he was wearing um, some J one mid white and blacks. Really clean looking shoe, caught my eye. I like them. They're nothing super special. You can probably pick them up for about a, a bill. Yeah. Um, Santana was wearing the yeah. J12s with the royal blue, those are sick. which I really, really I dug like. Those. And I liked Bianca Belair's 11s. Well, yeah, those are the those are the sneakers of the week. Bianca Belair, yeah, those out. were the best. I thought those are the best. Right, she came out in the J11s, uh, the bread colorway. Those uh, things were dope, dude. Yeah, like, sneakerheads know bread, yeah. black and red colorway. <laughs> that, it's the OG colorway dude, from thing. the first Jordans. And then it has that shiny gloss on it. Too, the Elevens, like... the Elevens Concord. You know, it's got yeah. the patent leather. Yeah. Um, actually, the least amount of red of almost any bread, because really, it's only a little bit on the outsole, right? right. And just the Jordan brand. Just enough because you know we don't like red. No, but the don't. thing is, like that, yeah. those Elevens she was wearing were fucking smoking. Yeah, and they have a a little bit extra meaning. So. Uh, the 11s dropped in 96, and that was the year MJ came back. Yeah. Uh, it was at, not wearing the 45. He'd come back midway season, the 95 season. So he came back in 96, uh, 95, 96 season, um, obviously stacked again. Scotty Pippen, Phil Jackson, and they run the league. 72 wins, um, and they win the title, and he's wearing those shoes, and one of the most iconic images of him on the floor crying because that was actually – he won it on Father's Day, and it was the first title he won after his father had gotten murdered the previous year. Right. So just fire sneakers, culturally fire, amazing looking. They're great. And then that extra meaning, uh, obviously. So Bianca Belair, congratulations. You got sneakers of the week. Top, top, top of the sneaker top game. Of the, like the on fucking fire. Yeah, that was awesome. So definitely love those. And then, yeah, um, there were some other good ones too. I'm really trying, like I said, I'm trying to, to, to figure out what people were wearing under the kick pads. Yeah, but that's hard. It's hard. It almost looked like Lana was wearing some Yeezy boosts. Ugh, but it, need to talk about those. But it's hard because... Those aren't fire though. Those, those are bullshit. But. No, but I mean, they're still like... Yeah, let's play the sneaker game. Yeah, right? That's fine. So, I understand what you're saying. So um, I like this one, though. We're going to talk about what we're walking out to. Yeah. Before we get inside the ring. Yeah, before we get inside the ring. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first. When I walk out. I've been into this. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of this band, but like they're dope musicians. They're a little sticky band. But like this is a song called Black Veil Brides, and it's called Saints of Blood. I'll be walking out as a baby face here, and it's just like it's got tight riffs. It's got dope lyrics, and it's just like it, it's like motley crewish heavy metal, but like better written and better played. So you can just check it out right now and tell me what you think. Eternal spins, conjuring your ghost Here 
Meh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's dope. We've we've heard some Black Veil Brides. It's been on the rotation of the dance party, the post podcast dance party, which you're not invited to. No. No. But you could be. You maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Mm, yeah. But uh my song is a little bit different, a little bit different feel. Um trying to just you know what is it john tesh no dude it's a band called <laughs> get dead oh that band kicks ass and or get dead huh and the uh song is called one foot in the grave that is a dope song so I, I can't wait. i'm coming out a little bit different trying to be unique trying to channel my you know broken matt hardy my darby allen maybe even um the pain maker oh you know like because it's just a different type of song a different type of walkout i, I like, like it so that's what i'm going with like check it, it out now it ain't enough to satisfy your needs it ain't enough the world is filled with greed and there's people who barely get by they barely get by that's all that they know i'm falling backwards from the things i see smiling faces cover up sorrow and Yeah, you can get that on Spotify. It's yeah, good. It's pretty good. Yes, like all of our songs are. They're pretty good. And then, like I said, you can always um, tell us what you would want to come out with, and we'll you know put it over, or you know we'll most likely bury it. Bury it. But you know that's yeah, it. Yeah. So don't say your don't give us a question or something saying like, I'm from Cincinnati, <laughs> and I really like the song Superman by Three Doors Down. Oh, because that would get you buried. Yeah, and we'll send you a fucking virus. Well, yeah, on the computer. Yeah, on the computer. Not yeah. like the coronavirus. No, no. And that's that's only if you drink. And not the anthrax. No, not that. <laughs> Just... <laughs> we'll talk to Beefcake for about that. But uh, now what we have to do is as we close up and we finish up, um, we're going to go inside the ring. Right, because we just walked out, so now we're in the ring. It's yeah. time for so we're gonna talk get into about, this. So we're going to talk about different kinds of heat. And as, as in case you guys didn't know, heat is like, you know, uh, when the, the heels do something egregious and the crowd boos and then you, there's there's if you didn't know there are different kinds bobby like what, what can you tell me about this okay so there's a lot of different um heats i think the there's main ones that come from the pre iwc era because in the iwc now they're trying to call like oh you got john cena heat right but so, i think so i think uh cheap heat there is cheap heat so cheap heat is uh when you are in a certain city 
and then you just bag on their sports team. So let's say right. you go to a, like um, I don't know, say you're the Rock so, and you're in Sacramento, so, so, or you, yeah, you're in Sacramento, <laughs> and it's like when the Lakers beat the Kings in L.A. And, and, yeah, or when you go to Philadelphia and I bury them because they're Eagles fans, right? You know what I mean? So that's cheap heat. It's just it's easy. It's easy to get them riled up. So mm-hmm. that's what that is. So then there's um there's what people call go away heat, which is subjective. Go home heat. Go home heat. Right. Yeah. So go home heat is like when you don't like the guy. So heat is like you know when you don't like the guy because they're a bad guy and they're doing their job. But go home heat and go away heat is like you just don't want them on your TV screen. You just don't want to see them. It's like me and Bobby with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. He has go away heat with us. Like, we don't care what he's doing. Mm-hmm. We just want him off the TV screen. Yeah, Go Away Heat stems from the worst thing of all is yeah. the apathy. It's apathy. It's you You stopped caring about him, yeah. and then they put them in front of you so much that now you are actively yeah. rooting against so, them. So, like, so, yeah, so perfect your... examples, Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair. Oh, who am I calling? Whoops. Sorry. Um, I asked out someone. So, yeah, that's Go Away Heat. Um, other kinds of heat, um, there's uh, nuclear heat. Um, the nuclear heat is what um, Randy Orton got when he right. defiled Edge. You know I well, mean? also what The Miz got when he defiled Randy Orton. Right. All-time classic. Yeah, that was nuclear heat. Nuclear heat. Nuclear heat. And then to, to be completely honest with you. And nuclear heat comes from either a very dastardly deed. Right. But generally speaking, it's only attainable if you're already getting legitimate. legitimate. Like MJF has nuclear heat right now. Right. MJF has nuclear heat. Um, Adam Page is about to get nuclear heat. Right. You know, yeah. and like Chris Jericho does not have. Nuclear he doesn't heat. have nuclear heat because Chris Jericho. Here's the thing: Chris Jericho has been in the game for so long, so where like he's like saute. He'll get heat, but like the crowd respects him. So yeah. that's what's hard for a lot of like heels, especially like old school heels. Like, because look at this is why Randy Orton, I'll give him props because Randy Orton's been in the game for a long time, but he knows how to generate nuclear heat. Yeah. Chris Jericho still likes the pandering. You know what I mean? Because that's mm-hmm. part of his character. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he'll he'll put the ear out to the crowd while they're singing Judas, and then he'll bury the crowd. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But like, that's that nuclear heat is just like when you, back in the day, I mean, I remember like people used to have to escort. Like the Freebirds out of like Texas when they when um they used to fight the Von Erics because it's like the crowd this they, they they thought it was still a shoot and the crowd just wanted their fucking heads and so you know what I mean heels used to have to get escorted out like um, yeah well there was the whole thing like um you know the rumors from WrestleMania ten that because of Sergeant Slaughter because he was getting lots of right. cheap heat yeah. coming out as a South, as a Rocky uh, Iraqi sympathizer yeah you know so that's again they had to change the fucking venue maybe. Well, you know, some people say it was tickets. ticket sales. Yeah. Or, um, you know, back in the day where, like, you couldn't ride, be seen riding to a venue with right. somebody you had well, a rival Well, it's just with. like like when Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheet got busted. So it's a, this is like Hacksaw Jim Duggan was about to get a, a just like a Hulk Hogan-esque push. And so back in the day, you can't, heels travel with heels, faces travel with faces. And so, but, or you could travel with each other, but you fucking go walking, like, around the thing. So... Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheet got pulled over, and they were snorting coke and smoking weed, and so they got arrested. And so we have on the fucking thing. This is the first signs of kayfabe dying. Is kayfabe means it's like the, the making it a shoot, and so they're just like, dude, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the American hero, is snorting lines with like the like the Iron Sheet. <laughs> I was like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's character was never the same after that because they buried his ass. That's why, because he used to be a badass. And that's and then he became this fucking like you know just goofy character after that. But it's just like 
he he had nuclear heat. <coughs> he had nuclear heat with the back. Yeah. Kind of like how they're saying Riddle does. Right. Yeah, and that's the other thing is there is heat from the crowd which can take you make you a star. Yeah. Look at the rock. Right. Or There's you could have back heat, and that finds you like ask John Morrison. Yeah, and that worked that, out for that, him. That'll call that'll consent in a burial. Yeah, I mean, you may like you may be out of the business yeah, or out of the yeah. promotion. I mean, because when you have when you have heat with the back, then you're going to be doing jobs, and you're going to go out on your back. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. And again, like you know, rumors with Matt Riddle, like. I think he was always planned to get squashed pretty quickly in the Royal Yeah, Rumble. I don't think I think that's more of a work. So I, I don't, him I, and uh, Rock. Yeah, I, I think, think that's a work. Too. I think it is too. It's work, but um, that is pretty much what it comes down to. And I, and so that being said, we're wrapping this up, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Unless you have anything to say, Bobby. No, no, I don't. Other than the fact that, um, you know. We we came back from last week, so this is good. Yeah, and we can and don't uh, don't test us because we can always generate nuclear heat. Yeah, all there. And that being said, yours truly, Xander Hobbs. Ours truly, Bobby V. In this life. See you later. Adios. <laughs>